Roleplaying Grenade is making an action horror podcast. Violent imagery, adult language, and graphic situations may occur. And as such, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Roleplaying Grenade and our Knights Black Agents actual play podcast. As always, I am Ryan Gregg, your director. Let's go down the list and meet all of our players, shall we? Hunter. I'm uh, Hunter O'Gwen. Uh, I'm playing the character Tyne Walker, a um, New Zealand uh, ex-mortician turned um, drug addict slash um, underground street doc recently rev, uh, revealed to be um, a narc. A narc? Just still a working intelligence agent? Yeah. Not actually anything. <laughs> uh, Wes? Hi, my name's Wes Johnson. I'm playing the character Strom Alexander. Uh, I am the only one in this group that can say he took a 40 miller. 40 millimeter grenade and is living to tell the tale. And Jacob. My name is Jacob Mockby, and I will be playing Yitzhak Samir, an ex Israeli Mossad agent who still has two grenades left. <laughs> and if I had to guess, has a Zune over an <laughs> iPad. <laughs> I will die on this hill, my man. You do not denigrate the Zune. It was a wonderful <laughs> system. I miss my zoom. Tactile, tactile feedback. Did you see that little note that popped up there? I did, I did. <laughs> uh, our fourth player, uh, Tyler, and his character Tyson Garris, is not on a microphone yet. He's 10 minutes away. So if somebody wants to be in charge of reading that out, he wanted to investigate. Uh, I do want to just real quick before we spin this thing up fully. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter at RP Grenade Pod. You can email us at roleplayinggrenadepod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at roleplayinggrenade. Uh, we are on most social medias. Reach out, say hi. If you like our show, give us a review. Tell your friends about it. Uh, spread the news. We're here. We're not going away. And we really, we really just, just are on our knees begging you. Please, please just tell your friends. I got now, bad knees. Well, and now that the groveling is out of the way, let's play this damn game. The grovel game? Um, <laughs> I don't yeah, I I know what the grovel game. Okay. Um, so. When we last left off, after having just exploded a vampire, and then cut his head off. So, Litovich is headless next to you. You effectively looted his corpse. Just like, like true D&D adventurers. Um, you found a kind of a long leather tube in his jacket pocket. And that was really about it. Um, we know one thing that Tyson wants to do. The three of you who are here. What sounds good to you guys? 
Well, I've been stabilized. I'm not dying, so I'm pretty happy. I think you were brought up practically to, uh, yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, so I am in my list currently. I can hear, uh, not recording with Audacity, but if we have Craig in, then I can join with Audacity here. We can make this work. We have Craig right now. Tight. Because we do love ourselves, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Tyler, go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy. Hello, my name is Tyler Gilbert, and tonight I will be playing, as usual, Tyson Garris, a former CIA intrusion expert, uh, both digital and physical, with a preference for tech to talk. All right, well, hail, hail, the gang's all here. This live driver is very confused for the next seven minutes. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? Um, so then where do we want to start? CIA. <clears throat> do we want to start with Tyson, then? Sure. All right. You're, you're going to have the... <laughs> uh, we're not going to buy time for him? I mean, we can. If you guys want to take a little few minutes and do something in here. I mean, I'm here. Well, the the last thing I remember uh, Tane saying is, hey, the police are here. That's true. You're unconscious. You don't remember it. No, he, <laughs> he, he stabilized me. <laughs> yep. I did my job. All right, all right, fair enough. Yeah, so if we're running out of this hallway and I've got Strom over my shoulders, firemen carrying him, I imagine out in front of me I see, you know, uh, ambulance, police lights, and lots of sirens and hear all of that going on in front of me. Say that again, uh, I lost you. Um, I'm assuming, hang on, let me uh, get specifically in Discord here. All right. So if in front of me, out of the hallway, uh, out of the end of the tunnel, can I see, like, you know, reds and blues and hear plenty of sirens outside? Yeah. If you are, if you take a minute and just look at the end of this tunnel, you do see, you see kind of that telltale glance of, of lights flashing across, lighting up the backside. Um, and give me awesome. a sense, so then- tr- give me a sense trouble test. Okay, one second. Tap, 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 tap. Sense trouble. One. Is it X? Yeah, there we go. One, six, plus one. For a total of seven. Ooh. Okay. Total of seven. You hear... You don't see yet, but you hear just that kind of telltale tromping of boots kind of coming down across hard pavement. And it just sounds like a like a squad of men doing that, yeah, that chunk, 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 chunk of, of combat boots slapping on pavement, kind of rattling your direction. Awesome. So then I'm going to, with Strom over my shoulders, firemen carrying, I'm going to turn around and look at uh, both uh, Yitzhak, and Tane, uh, thank you, sorry. Uh, I'm going to look at Yitzhak and Tane. We've got to go the other way. Come on. And I'm going to run back into the room, making my way towards the uh, door that was in the back that we never opened. I kind of okay. lift my head and say, Tane, 
close the the door behind you. They don't have the code. Yeah, yeah they have bodies in time. Wait, do you know the code? I no. hacked the code. Good enough for me. And I will uh, run over and, and close it. You get a nice heavy chunk sound as this just heavy metal door swings into position. And you hear the kind of the telltale of automatic locks inside going. All right. Either way. Here, take this. And I'm going to throw uh, uh, Strom onto the bed. And I'm going to look at Yitzhak and Tane and say, here, take this. And I'm going to throw Strom onto the bed. And I'm going to move over to the door and start seeing if it's a mechanical lock or an electronic lock. It is. It's kind of an old school, kind of heavies, probably 70s era, you know, coldware, big old mechanical lock stuck in the side of awesome. this very large, heavy iron door, kind of a battered old thing. So out of the, uh, out of the side bag that I carry with me, I'm going to pull out a, a stethoscope and uh, a pair of uh, lock picking tools. And I'm going to start working on this door. Okay. Give me an infiltration check. And while that's going on, um, the three of you, anything you want to do particularly? Uh, I'm going to just kind of pull up my phone and use it like a on the camera view. Just kind of look at myself, see how messed up I am. Uh, your clothes are fucked up. Uh, you took a, you took an incendiary grenade to your feet. Um, you managed to survive by jumping out of the way pretty well and keeping yourself. You weren't hit by any shrapnel. Um, you've just got like powder burns on you. You know, you're missing some hair in bits of places where just fireball hit. Um, all in all with, with a couple of gauze on a couple of big gashes that you've got from that quick work by Tane at the end of last session, you're doing okay. After all that, you know, you're able to move. You can get up and go, but man, you hurt. You hurt. Right. I'll still look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you can still I mean, be yeah. the face. I mean, Ryan Gosling injured is still Ryan Gosling injured. I mean, it's still. <laughs> I watched him yeah. get thrown through a wall in Blade Runner. He looks pretty fucked up. He look good. <laughs> But he still looks good fucked up. <laughs> good fucked up. That's what we all dream for. Um, okay, so Tyson, you got an eight. You spent three points. Yeah, with a you plus just... three, that is a total of eight on my infiltration roll to get through that door. Yeah, quickly, easily, really, just like butter. You've done this a million times. You just kind of stethoscope on the wall, spin, 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 click, twist the other way, click, twist the other way, click. You hear all the tumblers go. It's not a combination lock. I don't know why I described it that way. Um, with the stethoscope on the door, you're able to just kind of finesse the tumblers with your picks and get them pushed. And you just, with another just heavy grinding sound, this thing just opens and you pull this door open and it is pitch black beyond this room. With that, I would like to bring up my PD-90 um, <laughs> and hand the camera back to Tane. Flashlight mode. Along with my tablet. Here, keep an eye in front of me. Let me know what's coming up ahead of us. Be ready, boys, and close that door behind you. There's no going back. 
Wait, what? And with that, and with that, I'm going to step forward into the darkness. Hey, Yitzhak, how do you feel about that? I'm reloading a grenade launcher. Strom? I uh, pull myself up and ready my 45 and head in behind him. All right. And Tane, how do you feel, buddy? Um, uh, you know what? I'll clean up the mess. It'll be fine. I pull out the flare gun and shoot one down the hall. Oh. There was a clear path. I gave you an infrared camera and a tablet that allows you to see with the infrared camera. Oh, did that shit? You, you just handed me a tablet and a phone. No, no, no. It's the camera. It's the camera. It's the camera that I detached off my drone last session and my tablet so that you can see out of the camera. Well, I didn't know that when you handed it to me. Jesus. I know We're you're high on mushrooms. I get it. Real talk. How well is the drone's infrared camera going to do through a flare? Real talk. There's a bright white spot. If, in the if you want the flare, it's going to fuck the infrared. Period. <laughs> yeah. That was a loaded question. But outside the camera, <laughs> there's no one nice. So like, how about red we spin? don't launch a flare, Tane? Flare's been well, least don't launch another one. That flare's launched, buddy. Yeah, don't launch a second. God flare. damn it! All you right. You can't put that flare back in the oven. So there's now a just kind of this nice arcing red trail, and you watch that just kind of goes down this long hallway, and it is a um, all lime concrete walls. Just moving in, you can just see the dust start to move from you guys, and it looks like this place has not been entered in a very long time. Question, oh, well, that's good. Does this, does this, like, angle downward, like, deeper? No. It goes straight forward. You are going kind of more into... The hill. The hill and the structure that was built here. Um, it doesn't go very far. You, know, you launch this flare and it goes forward about 25 feet, pings into the side of a wall, kind of, and careens off down, but it sits there at kind of this corner of a hallway where it makes a turn. And you guys start making your way through some tunnels. Um, weapons up. Eventually you hear behind you, as you get kind of down this tunnel and around the corner, you hear it sounds like a... Yitzhak, you hear a breaching charge go off. You know what that sounds like? Intimately, you know the sound of a breaching charge. <laughs> Um, muffled through, you know, two layers of seal, you hear this kind of go off, echo through, and you guys are making your way past. Um, how quickly do you guys want to get out of these tunnels? Very. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, PP90 is up at a high ready, and I am light jogging down the hallway. Okay. Um, it's it's dead. It's empty. Um, how do you guys want to make your way through? And by that, I mean, what abilities do you have to help you find your way through this pitch black wonderland? Apparently, partial night vision or something. Well, sure, but how are you going to uh, make your way through? Urban survival? I can buy that. Try to use that sweet architecture to find us yeah. an exit. I believe that I have a point in architecture that I can Well, you spent yours, Tyson. I sure did. You're right. I'm looking at my... Uh, I would be willing to make an urban survival spend. 
I think, with urban survival and architecture. You guys want to spin them both? Yes. Do a little tag team on this? Absolutely. We can make something happen. So, Yitzhak, as you're going through these tunnels, you start to see what you recognize as ventilation ducts. Um, this whole place is it's just a network of storage tunnels. That's all you're in. Is There's little offshoots that have bunkers here and there. Um, this was obviously below whatever old fort there was, and this was all what was remodeled by the Russians 40 years ago. If not longer, 50 years ago. Um, noticing these little ventilation holes, you go, okay, that's going to be too small. We could get out there, and you start pointing out little bits. And as you start pointing those out, I think, Strom, you start going, that's too close. We're not far enough. We haven't gone far enough away. And you start to see through these little ventilation tunnels, little bits of light that'll filter through and start to catch airflow. And with the two of them, you guys manage to find this decently sized ventilation tunnel that opens up like an, almost like a main shaft. And you come to this kind of this large grate um, up out of the tunnel, climbing up like an old rusty ladder, very much like sewer style ladder up to uh to a grate like an iron grate it's an inset kind of off to the side and you can tell by the way it's mounted that you are on the side of the hill you're not up on the top of the hill anymore um and you can look out and see the skyline and the stars and from where you are you see no sirens no lights Hell yeah. Right, Tane? Huh? I'm sorry. Awesome. Isn't that great? Isn't it great there's no cops here? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm just staring at the trees. They're breathing. Oh, my. Count it. Okay. <laughs> um, how do you want to open this metal, this big metal grate? You don't wanna, no I don't think you want to ask Yitzhak that question. No, I've, I've, uh, I've got this. I'm going to use um, uh, maybe a point of chemistry to pull out a little bit of WD-40, a little pocket size from a fanny pack, and just, uh, or maybe some preparedness I can throw in there, and just, uh, you know, kind of grease all the edges so easier to slip out. Perfect. How Give me that. How is it sealed shut? Uh, rust in time. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, which one would you like? Uh, uh, chemistry or uh, preparedness? You know, I think chemistry is a, it's not really an active skill. You know, it's more to analyze what's going on. So why don't you give me preparedness just to yank out a little bit of WD-40? Well, I'll, I'll spend, a, spend two points on that. Yeah. I like WD-40. It's a handy tool. I've been cold worse. Worse than a handy tool? <laughs> Uh, I got an eight. Spence, you got an eight. You just you yank out one of those tiny little like pocket-sized cans of WD-40 with the little oh. straw attached. Like the one you see uh, the King of the Hill use on his other can of WD-40. Yeah. <laughs> it is exactly <laughs> that, yes. Yes. <laughs> 100%. You pull it out, you hit the corners, and just, with just that much WD-40, you just easily slide up. No, no real shrieking, a little scrape that works itself out. And you guys are up into the cool Kiev night. And it is cool. It's like 40 degrees outside. It's kind of chilly. 
but you are for the moment in the wind. Do we have an actual safe house? I don't. We burnt mine. Uh, I have five network points left. If we leave the city, we might be able to find something a little more secure. You know, I hear that there's uh, a boat at Odessa that we could, uh, you know, maybe take on some travels, you know? Maybe uh, we could look at going to Tripoli. Might not be the worst idea to try and leave here. It'll be interesting to try to escape. <clears throat> Sorry about well, that. You know, if um, if they're already using ships and have some sort of black market way to get people out, why don't we just use their method? If we can have a day or two of wait time before we go to Tripoli and we just go somewhere that's a little quieter, I might be able to talk to some guys that I know from way back and get eyes in the sky on what's going on in Tripoli directly. It'd be a deep spend for my network, but I know a few folks. Quite oh, sounds good. But where do we go in the meantime? Oh, we could just find a very out of the way hotel. I don't want to be here anymore. We've been very loud and I make it my job to be very quiet. Let me um let me put in a few calls. Maybe I can I can figure something out. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll... Hey, I feel absolutely terrible and just like a complete uh, stoner. Um, I have a contact on my list that I haven't used any points on. Tabitha Lisbon? I forgot who that was. <laughs> I don't recognize that name at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she's the purveyor Lisbon. of fine safe houses. I mean, she can be. <laughs> Maybe she's someone you just made just in case. <laughs> right. That does like sound I like what you're doing to being in this game. <laughs> I had a plan, and then I, you know, effed it. Um... So who's Tabitha Lisbon, man? Is it Tabitha or Tabitha? Tabitha. Well, who is she? I don't How know. How about Tabitha Lisbon? Well, oh, you gotta oh, make it up now. Oh, oh crap. Uh, um, sh sh uh. Well, um, T Tabitha Lisbon is a rocket. Uh, uh... Man, the one time I'm not good at thinking on my feet. What the hell? Um... You're not a real estate agent? Yeah? 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 Works in uh, industrial uh, warehouses? Yeah? Yeah? Maybe? Oh, oh, yeah. You know, she she's the one that initially sold me um, my first safe house from earlier. Yeah, she's, she's a purveyor. She's of... you the Quonset hut. Yeah, yeah. You know, she she 
mostly has like just warehouse space. Okay. Run down, paying cash, no questions. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and give Tabitha Lisbon a call? Um, and what we do, just kind of get a, just to get a safe house pulled from a contact, you roll against your heat score. Oh, no. With her points. Oh, no. Retro. So right now your heat's at five because I did not calculate any of the heat from last episode um, because we kind of had just finished up with that. Um, so it's currently the best it's going to be. Do you mean to say that the thousands of police officers in the city that fell down on our heads just by chance aren't affecting our heat level? That's pretty sweet. <laughs> As of this exact moment, sweet, no. we got out for at least a little bit. All right, just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys this one. Wallace, uh, God damn it, get fucked. Do not what? ever again. What the fuck? How what? dare you? Do what? What, what are you talking about? Are, are you serious right now? You called down the entirety of the police force of this whole country as an attempt to. We, we don't know that he did that. Yeah, yeah, no I one knows know. that. I know out. This is out of oh. character. Oh, okay. God hey, damn man. you! Don't hey, call man. him Tane then. Yeah, well, that, that's what screwed me up. I was like, "What? T what?" All <laughs> no, right, man. Uh, all right, so, that's fine. <laughs> no, nah, you, you gotta think of it this way. It's like so we gotta have someone who official actually like get the evidence on this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm rolling. I got a three. I rolled a one. <laughs> I put a plus two. Three. So your heat was five. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tabitha picks up the phone and she goes, "Uh, hey, Tabby." Walker? Like, yeah. No way. You're too hot. No way. They say you're a murderer. They say you killed a man in a veterinarian's office. Hey, it's not like no air the fabrication. No dice. Click. All right, shit. All right. And Click. I just I take that phone and immediately just like break it, just like throw it on the ground and step on it. Um. I do want to do a quick bit of bookkeeping for everybody. Give yourselves all six XP. Ooh. Now that we are out of that situation, at least nominally, you know, uh, Lidovich is dead. You guys killed a vampire. You guys uh, saved the Kiev underworld and by concert, Kiev itself from the grips of a fucking vampire man. So good job, gentlemen. Hey. Yeah. That was trepidatious the whole time. We can be heroes for just one day. Itzuck never had any doubts. You murdered people. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, they never had any that, doubts. With that receiving of experience, are we at a point of like a end of whatever to be refreshing points? Nope. We nope. gotta find someplace safe first. You gotta sleep. Shit. You gotta find a safe house. Okay. Or you got a jam. I um, mean... uh, are you... I, I left two in hand-to-hand -hand before because I didn't want to just move them all immediately to shooting. 
but can I move my last two out of hand-to-hand to shooting since we're not really, like, doing anything currently and I don't fucking use hand-to-hand? It's going to be considered the end of the last session, so sure. Tight. Yeah. It will put me at an eight in shooting and a zero in hand-to-hand, if you're okay with that. I don't care. Okay. I just want to, you know, I like to run things by my fucking... Well, sure, but however you kind of want to stack your points. You know, the, the game says if you ever need to move points around, after a session, move your points. So it doesn't say, you know, hey, make sure to balance it. Or if it does, I missed that bit. Uh, I, I can make a call uh, to Arnold Stippleton. He's a uh, friend of mine from uh-huh. uh, just my normal life <clears throat> before all the shit hit the fan. Uh, he quite wealthy, has quite a few homes throughout the Eastern Bloc as well as back in the States. He has kind of timeshares all over kind of deal uh that aren't really timeshares he actually owns them so calling them timeshares was not the way to go uh but just has a lot of different houses and he he knows what i do when it comes to when i worked with the cia and i've used him to use one of his homes just to lay low before so figure i can give him a call if need be sure give arnold stippleton a call Arnold Stippleton is a friend of mine. So again, we're going to beat that same heat of five is your goal. With an eight, spent three. Uh, you call. It's... um. It's early. It's late in the Ukraine. So let's assume that it's uh, early afternoon. So the phone rings a couple of times and you get this. uh, Hello? Hey, Arnie. How we doing, bud? Uh, Good. Strom? Strom? Yeah. Strom, Alexander. It's been too long, my friend. How are you? It's been far too long. How have we been? Oh, you know, uh, selling cars, making deals, living the life. It's, it's been pretty great. It's been pretty, pretty great. Pretty great. Hey, that's awesome to hear. What, you do know, you, what are you doing? Last I heard you were somewhere in Germany. What are you doing these days? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still over uh, that side of the world. I'm just doing some, some uh, reconnaissance work for a couple of friends uh, over here in Kiev. Ooh. City of Britain. No, different city. Kiev's beautiful. I love Kiev. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was actually calling because my, the place I was staying overbooked and I have to leave two weeks earlier than I was expecting. Uh, I'm wondering if, if you had a place I could lay low for a couple of days, just kind of hang out before my flight gets ready. Oh, sure. Uh, Eastern block airlines, my friend, you know, I, uh, I love the place, but I don't know if I love the airlines, you know, it's just, it's a whole game in and of itself. Um, well, in that case, sure, sure. You're just looking for a place to be? Yes, I'm a little off-grid. I, I just want to relax while I'm still stuck here, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. 
you know, I've got a, uh, uh, a, a darling little spot right outside of Kiev in a little bit of a, like a little rural area, a little farmhouse. It's pretty grand. I, I summered there about 10 years ago. It was wonderful. I've been using it as an Airbnb ever since, but it's beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah, sure. Uh, keys under the mat. Let me tell you the code if you want to get in there. And, uh, well, hey, look me up next time you're, uh, you're back in Vermont. It'd be good to see you. Absolutely. We'll have to uh, hit the links. We'll see how your button's gotten. Well I, was, well, I was at Augusta not long ago, and let me tell you, my short game's getting a lot better. I'm getting well, a little I... long game. I'm not driving as far, but my short game's, uh, you watch out for me now. Well, I hear the, uh, the magnolias are beautiful this time of year. I don't know, Plants. I'll take your word for it. But uh, we'll get you back in a better car when you come back here, okay? Oh, I don't know about that, but we'll definitely take a gander. The future's not American when it comes to cars, okay? I'll look. Wife's calling. We'll have this conversation at a different time. But uh, I'm, I'm telling you, European's the way to go for cars. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. You just Take it up. easy. I love how chummy he was. <laughs> oh, hey. Ah. Oh, he, he reminds me of the guy that plays Gronk. <laughs> he's, he's 100% Patrick Warburton in my head. Yeah. Oh, hey, Patrick Warburton. Hey, how you doing there, Strom Alexander? Yeah, I haven't seen you since back in the day. He reminded me of um Oh god damn it. Uh, the the critical role uh magic shop owner. Uh he's a furball soul. soul, you're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The whole time my voice was the the whole time you were doing that voice, I was like, oh, that's just Pumat Soul. <laughs> all right so uh look you got to keep arnold stippleton alive you cannot get him down to zero points buddy we love him too much <laughs> he's he's the new pumat you can't kill pumat i'll kill you if you kill pumat hey not everyone just uses up their contacts <laughs> um uh, no one had done it at that point i thought that it should happen for like narrative reasons maybe oh don't apologize don't thank you the scorpion has a cousin, and if we're going to the Middle East, Yitzhak needs a fucking suitcase nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Yitzhak needs, is a fucking dirty bomb. Good God. Yeah, have you watched this band, bit. motherfucker? I have been saving my network points. I don't bother with safe houses. <laughs> <laughs> I like, sleep in I thought just the same point. I thought it was ridiculous for me to try and conceive an exploding dagger, and you're like, let me get a fucking briefcase and nuke, how about? It's, I'm not going to say it's not possible. I'm going to say it's going to sure. be real difficult. Um, okay. Then. Hey, what car are you using there, Strom? Mother fucker my car is there your car is surrounded by police and lights <clears throat> it's in a yep. cordon yep i'm gonna have to uh figure that out well you've uh you got some points you just want to steal a car oh uh, yeah all right mark off that driving point for me Okay. You find yourself just kind of a nice beige hatchback. All of you can fit inside. And you make your way to the address that you were given. Um, it is 
I mean, for the sake of story moving, it is a kind of a tense drive, but all the police are up at the bunker. Um, you get one close call of you guys just kind of cruising past, and there's a car, just kind of a police car moving quickly, lights not on, but just kind of jetting past you one way as you make your way out of town to just kind of some kind of little rural farmland to the northeast. And you drive up this kind of long driveway. It takes you about 45 minutes, an hour to get there. Um, to this just kind of like classic Ukrainian farmhouse. Um, Well-maintained, modernized. You got a key, you got the code, you're in. And you guys have a place what to stay for the night. Drive? About an hour. immediately look for the fireplace there is a wonderful fireplace oh i'm so excited i immediately uh, look for the bathroom there's a a very nice bathroom with a bidet nice i checked the medicine I, cabinet uh band-aids some advil um the kind of basic stuff that's in there that you would put in an airbnb you know neosporin neo no, 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 no. I walked through. I walked through the entirety of the house. Both, uh, is it single story or double story? Single story. All right. Then I walked through the entirety of the house, uh, double checking every lock, unlocking all, locking them, checking it, unlocking, opening, closing, locking, double checking. Okay. And I do that through the entire house. Okay. All the windows and doors are locked. They all seem nice and secure. Um, there's a security system that you turned off when you came in. You were given the code. Um, it is a, you know, it's a nice home. Wood floors, kind of classic, like rustic style furniture. Um, well-maintained, well-cared for. The fridge has some food in it, nothing too crazy, you know. Um, some milk, some eggs, bread. There's a pantry full of some food. Um, you guys have it yourself. Like to, uh... I'd like to put my uh, camera, the infrared camera, back on the drone and put the drone at like a maybe 50 meters up above the house on just a hover and uh, have it set up to alert me if there's any any movement detected, if I can. Yeah, totally. Okay. Anybody else? Anything you want to do before a night's rest? I shoot a text using the uh, <clears throat> the workaround we had before, so it's not really traceable back to me. Right. Uh, to Emily. Okay. What do you say? Um, the meeting with The meeting with Litovich did not go to plan. Just know I'm still thinking about you. Okay. It is um it's been an hour. You know, you told her you'd come back for her, right? And you had kind of talked about trying to pick her up, maybe get out of town or do something. Um and it's been time and you kind of look at your phone, you see she's read it. There's no response yet. And you go to bed with no response. 
but you all get to go to bed. You all sleep in a safe house. We're at the end of an operation here, so you all refresh all of your investigative abilities. Um, and you get a full refresh of all of your general abilities except health and stability because we are at the end of an operation. So welcome back to operational hardcoreness. And uh, the network contacts never refresh unless you add more points to them, correct? Yep. Network and cover are only refreshed with general XP. Um, can I use my own um, uh, shrink ability upon myself? Um. Let's see. And the way I would shrink myself, um, is I literally sleep for like how however long we can, like three days. Like I will just sleep. You know, I've been on a drug binge and haven't slept in the last four or five days or something. <laughs> and he just finally just sleeps and just tries to catch up. Like he gets up to go pee, uh, eat something, lays back down, and goes right back to sleep. I like that, but you can't shrink yourself, buddy. Can't? Okay. No. Um, your place of safety remains inviolate. So at the end of last session, you get one stability. Nice. Hmm. Your solace is... Uh... You can't, you could call your solace. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk to me. Well, I mean. That's when things are really, really bad. That's a poor solace. You want a solace who wants to spend time with you. That's how you get your points back. Um, Same sad. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you, so you still she. have. You still have your, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, still have your whatchamit thingy, right? Your source oh, wedding ring. Yeah, so you can you can do a little rub-a-dub-dub on that to get, get a point back as well. A little fond remembering. Yeah, bring you up to eight, it looks like. Still a little shaken. You guys had a hell of a night, but, but doing better. Um, okay, it's, how long do you spend at the safe house? I figure, especially with the heat that's on us right now, if we can spend at least a couple of days here, would would help. Yeah, I think, you know, it's that kind of that kind of montagey few days of you guys, you know, Yitzhak's cutting firewood and just kind of maintaining that and just doing kind of. Well, I don't know. Scratch that. Hey, guys, what do you do for two days? What is that kind of like? Give me that quick montage scene of what your character is doing for two, three days while you're at this kind of rustic farmhouse. Yeah, the montage of me is like out in the <clears throat> like out on the porch drinking a cup of coffee. You know, cut cuts to me eating a sandwich, like reading the news on my phone 
kind of tracking the uh, the story of all the police showing up at at the bunker bunker and why the hell they showed up. We'll get to that. Yitzhak, what are you doing? Yitzhak spends his time and energy on soup. Couple of rabbits and some potatoes over the fire. It reminds him of mother. Is Yitzhak becoming just like the, uh, just like the fun loving, like, stepdad of the group? Is that what you are? Like, the, look, I'm going to feed you. We'll go drinking and hang out. I'm going to make sure you're all okay and safe. Uh, also, we're going to go shooting and fuck shit up too sometimes. You're like the cool uncle of the group? Is that what this is? It's not the bad way to live. I fucking love it, dude. I fucking love it. Dude, that's so good. That's so good. Um, Tyson, what are you doing? Um, after the uh, first night, after everybody goes to sleep, Tyson disappears. Makes his way away from... Uh, well, actually, it depends on how off the grid we are, because if we're not within the ability for me to access the electronic ether that I want to access, then I need to leave. There's definitely Wi-Fi. Okay. I mean, electronic is there Wi-Fi? ether, fucking Shadowrunner? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But look, if uh, is there enough... Is there enough electronic ether that I can make a very high digital intrusion test to try and access a spy plane? I mean, you've got the laptop for it. It's more about can you get in there without being tracked, you know? You've got the yeah. connection. It's, you know, it's a modern Airbnb. They're going to have Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna be, everybody wants it. If we're going to be here for a couple of days and I will have the ability to refresh some abilities, then I would like to make a very steep spend on my first night to try and access a spy plane and just get some, uh, you know, general overview of what's going on in Tripoli. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give me a digital intrusion spend? And tell me who you're trying to hack into. Uh, Interpol? Interpol is a police agency. They only have spy plans. Um, NSA, CIA, um, CIA, CIA, GRU, probably. if you want to go Russian, you know. Um, nah, let's go CIA. I probably have some backdoor codes that I remember that I can just try and sneak my way into. Yeah, you you remember the CIA's network pretty well. Sure. Hell yeah. Especially Give me that spend. Plus six into this. For oh, a total of you 12. Are. Total of 12. <clears throat> That's your spy plane. <laughs> Left a false signal so the government thinks their spy plane is operational, but nope. Completely spy come. satellites. <laughs> spy satellites are pretty advanced these days. So what we get is that nice shot, that nice kind of zooming shot from of a like satellite up in the sky. And then it zooms down. We get that like slow zoom and everything kind of goes from blocky and digital to just like nice clear imagery. Um what exactly are you looking for in Tripoli? 
So I want to follow shipping routes of known um, lanes to carry human trafficking from what we've learned along the way and see where those are being delivered to, if I can. Okay. So you follow trucks. I mean, it is no issue. I mean, you basically follow... You you pull a bunch of data off of this spy plane. You get back into the server and you pull a lot of data off and you're able to kind of parse through. Um, and you're able to follow, taking a day, just sitting at your computer, boats traveling from Odessa, kind of through the straits, past Turkey, into the Med, and down to Tripoli. Um, you're able to kind of coexist that with shipping logs that you know and manifest and dates um you know the name of the boat you know you're generally looking for the vesta for their boat so with that you're really able to pinpoint dates and with times and you're able to catch trucks as they are landing kind of trucks meeting boats people coming off of the vesta being put into trucks and moved out of town um tripoli is a big city tripoli is three million people it's the same size as kiev it's just it's the capital of libya it just at this point in time is, I don't think it's entirely a failed state, you know, but it's not Kiev, you know, it's when Gaddafi fell in 2011, 2012, it became a just kind of a warring chaos city for a long time. You had rebels and the government fighting and it became real, real ugly. Um, Am I able to follow the truck through uh tripoli back to where the people are being delivered to with a 12 yeah yeah you're able to follow these trucks as they kind of make a you know in this week one you know you find those trucks and they get one delivery of a truck and it goes out tripoli kind of across town out into the desert in the outskirts of tripoli and you follow it across the desert just kind of moving this spy satellite with it as you pull in and, and find this just kind of a small building out in the middle of the desert, it looks like there's a runway beside it. It is very much this kind of walled off compound. Um, but all that it's above ground is this 600 square foot, you know, concrete and plaster building. Um, one truck, um, that runway, like I said, and you watch as some people get out, go inside, come out, get back in the truck, and leave. Um, that was, if this is the first night, that was two days ago. Um, yeah. keeping, keeping tabs on it, knowing that you've kind of got this little hook in with a 12. Um, Once I'm able to follow... Um the delivery off of the Vesta into the trucks and then the trucks to their delivery point, I'm mm -hmm. going to pull out because I do not want to have any possibility of them seeing me coming in through anything. So that'll be a one night operation. I'm not going to stay hooked in. You don't want to keep eyeballing this place. You just want to catch that one. Yep. I just want to get a general location so that I have the ability to report that to the party and to oh, let yeah. them know that I have. I have an idea of where we're going. I think you may have, have kind of gotten a gist of the location um, from Dr. Margaret's emails. Correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen. 
Um, yeah, I believe so. I think you did. So really what you've done is clarified oh, it. We've already, if we've already got that... a location, then I'll keep an eye on it. I okay. was just trying to get a general location, but if we already have a location, then... Uh, I mean, yeah, but now you have know. Yeah, direct eyes. You know exactly what this thing is. Um, and, and with a 12, I imagine I was probably pretty discreet in getting in there. With a 12, you almost wish you were hacking into, like, the IMF, you know? Um, just the amount of things you could do and move around right now would be amazing with a role uh -huh. like that. Um, what you are able to do is just kind of leave yourself a little, just a little hole, a little worm that's kind of always working in this one spy satellite that you have tasked until someone comes along and says, no, I need that satellite somewhere else. It's just going to keep a weather eye right on this little corner, Tripoli. Um, so I'll, I'll ping you when some things happen on that based on okay. time frame. Um, but that first day, that's what you get, is a truck coming in. Um, <clears throat> that first day, if, if Tane's kind of doing his thing and just falling the fuck asleep. Well, is Tane, is that what you're doing, buddy? We never got to you, man. What are you doing for this whole day? Um, so question, how's everyone else's stability right now? Overall, I not am bad. three points down. Um, cause I was thinking what I could do in between stints of, uh, sleeping and, um, eating, um, uh, Yusuf's, uh, stew, his soup and, uh, just like having joints and just like, you know, having like that, um, kind of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of that that kind of post hangover feeling where I'm just like, uh, and like if you know, and I'll just like idly chat with them. So if they have any like anything that they want to talk about, like I'll just like idly listen and and like give what advice I can while just kind of like smoking a J and then you know basically give them some shrink talk before in between uh naps off and on all day. Okay. I'm three points down on stability, and I'm three points down on health. Get You'll uh, get health back by just being in a safe Three points a day, right. yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, so if you guys are there for three days, right everybody regains six points of health. I am good on health. I think day two, a couple things happen. Unless, well, uh, Hunter, if you want to spend those points, your yeah, shrink I'll points on people. Point, uh, so you get two two points back. Um. Uh, how many do, do others need? Um. Until I do some things, I'm gonna kind of be keeping my distance from Tane. Okay. Anyone else? is feeling slightly unstable. I'm missing four points. Four points. Okay. Then I, I will. I will spend two, and you. You. You'll get the four. Can I also um, use my symbol to regain a point of stability? Everybody gets shrinked up. Um, I think day two, three things happen. Um, on the news that morning, you guys kind of get the full breakdown. It's that kind of like, the day after, a, a massive you know, an anonymous tip brought KMP police to and Interpol agents to the Lisa Ora, you know, kind of the Cold War era bunkers underneath the Lisa Ora to track down 
suspected murderer Tane Waka, uh, you know, you know, the, the suspect was not found. However, gruesome violence was shown, you know, as there's, you know, they talk about it, had this corpse was found, explosions, um, you know, evidence of a massive gunfight, you know, and they're like, the streets of Kiev have never been more dangerous than they are right now. And there's kind of a big sensational headline about it. But you can tell people are also like, what the fuck has been happening in our town? And we can only hope that with the death of, you know, this, no one has confirmed the, you know, who this person was, who's died, but we can only hope that our city is going to quiet down now. And that whoever did this is not here to cause even more havoc and chaos in our city. Tane, it's about three in the afternoon, day two, and you get a phone call on your burner phone. Um, you're kind of up from a nap. You're taking kind of a late lunch, eat some stew, sit in the kitchen. Um, the other three are off doing other things. You know, the stew's kind of on a perpetual simmer over the kind of fireplace. Um, and your phone rings, and it is Lacey. Hey. Where the fuck are you? Um, I'm sleeping a lot. You think that's not good enough? What? No, you called in a big favor. Uh, the boss had to... <clears throat> Sorry. Big League Chu had to pull some strings to make some things happen, and then he was unable to provide any information as to why. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have You to need get... to tell us what's happening. You need to call the boss. You need to report what is happening. Are you okay? Are you safe? Are you alive? Did you cut that man's head off? Um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of yeses to this, uh, to that inquiry uh, list there, but um, I'm I'm gonna I'll give you details soon. I'll I'll message him. Thank you. I just I've been licking my wounds. We're good. We're fine. I will I will update in what time is it? I'll I will I will update be, before midnight tonight. Okay. Call the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's thank you, thank you. uh not happy. Yeah, um it's it's um same for me. Alright. Are you safe? Yeah, um Okay I'm good. 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 Hey, um yeah, uh listen, if things um if things are like adding up in a strange way that don't quite make sense, um just err on the side of caution in the future here coming up. Just be wary. How much of... I don't need to know, but I know the boss will want to know how much of what's been happening in Kiev is belonging to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll like the new... I, yeah, listen, I gotta go. I am... Um... Call the boss. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I love you. She hangs up. So, while he's having that conversation, it's probably a good segue to cut over. Because he'll be out of the room, you know, doing whatever. Uh, I I walk over and tap on Yitzhak's shoulder. One second. <laughs> all right, all right, we good. We we good. Oh yes. Do you want more soup? Yeah, I'll I'll grab some more in a bit. I just I I wanted to talk to you about something. I want wanted to get your take on it. Okay. What is concern? After you shot me with a grenade. <laughs> oh, sorry. And, <clears throat> and Tane kind of got me back to, you know, being conscious. Before we ever 
before we ever saw the lights of the police, he said, the cops are here. Right? I, I didn't make that up. Hmm. That was weird. Before we ever saw the lights of the police, he said, the cops are here. Right? I, I didn't make that up. Hmm. In chaos, I had not noticed. Perhaps junky intuition? Perhaps. Just didn't. It's not sitting right with me. You know what I mean? Like, how would if he have known? Interesting. I cannot say. I think that he is always done the right by us, but I trust you as well. Uh, I, I, I've made it no secret that out of our merry group of uh, men, he's the one I, I have the least faith in when it comes to uh, who's watching my back. We all know you are a Reagan man. There's no reason to let the policy of the past get in your way. But you have to admit, something here is not adding up. An anonymous tip brought the police to the bunkers. You're not wrong. If Lidovich had any idea what he was doing in this fucking town, he would have eyes on the police. There would be no anonymous tip for something so valuable. Exactly. And the only people that knew we were there, Lidovich didn't know that you guys were there yet. What about that little friend? Is this conversation happening away from Tyson? It, It would just be away from me. From from Tane, I don't know where you would be at this point. Well, I don't know the exact layout of where we are, but I'm probably sitting by myself doing stuff on my laptop. So if you guys didn't specifically come to me, then yes, it's away from me. Yeah, not 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 yet. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, my my little friend, but she's as far as we can tell, she's 100% loyal to Litovich. Why would she ever call? Interpol and the police on her boss. What as we can tell, the only thing we know with 100% is that she is not loyal to you. Yeah, that's that's fair. Ask my friend. He's so good finding people and finding information. Not my skill set. Remember the grenades? Yeah, but you didn't shoot that grenade until I told you to. It's my job. I love my job. I kind of nod and kind of walk away looking and go to look for Tane. Or not Tane. Just, uh, I'm just sitting there cleaning my grenade launcher. I go and check in on Tyson, seeing if he's alone. And I am. I'm sitting on, you know, in one of the private bedrooms by myself. Laptop pulled up, a couple of sheets of paper off to the side with some ambient scribbling that's hard to understand unless you understand my mind. Hey Tyson, there's something I wanted to uh, to ask you about that's been bugging me the last day. Yeah, go ahead. As we were leaving the bunker, before we ever saw the police lights, before we ever heard the the sirens, Tane said as we were leaving, "The cops are here." Do you find that odd at all? I've been thinking about that myself. It's a bit disconcerting. Disconcerting. Excuse me. Right? Like, how would that little fucker have any idea the cops were there when he was just as far into the shit as we were? No, he was not. Did you ever turn and look behind yourself? 
did you see who was at your shoulder? There's a way that we move in through buildings and the way that we clear rooms. It is shoulder to shoulder. And we know who is behind us and who is in front of us and we know who is moving and who is ready. When did you see Tane? Long after we started our engagements. Tane was not behind us. Tane was not engaged. Tane was doing whatever Tane does. See, I was a, I was a little preoccupied with not getting my head ripped off by the fucking vampire. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. I forgot you didn't uh, come in through the door exactly with us. So, so he did come in after you guys. He did significantly. Hmm. Yeah. I'm feeling. I like worry me. about. I worry about where his allegiances might lie and what he might be leading us into potentially. He's been very heavy about us going to Tripoli, and we know what's been happening there. And I worry if this isn't entirely a setup. Is there any way that you can tag into Interpol, who they've been talking to? Because for crying out loud, it wasn't just Kiev. It was Interpol. Interpol was fucking there. Why the fuck was Interpol there? Well, did we have a clear line of sight to see that Interpol was actually there? Or did we just see a bunch of lights happening outside of the tunnel? Have you not been watching the news? I've been a little bit busy. Yeah, Yeah, I turn my my laptop around and show the cameras of what I've been looking at. Very nice. Well, I'm not quite as good on the old uh, keyboard as you are, but I can flick a channel and allegedly Interpol got an anonymous tip that Tane Waka was there at the Lisa Hora bunkers. Um, I have a few CIA friends, but I don't have any Interpol friends to name. Um, let's go talk to Tane about it. See what he has to say. Yep, I've always been one for being a little more direct. Spectacular. Black loudly closes my laptop, slows it down on the bed, and starts walking. You go find Tane. Yeah, uh, get him in the uh, the living room there, the den, and I'll, I'll be right there. I head to my sure. room and uh, close the door, and I grab my forty-five. To make sure it's loaded. All right. Uh, of course, my PP90 is in my jacket that I always wear. Uh, but I'll walk. I'll walk out back and be like, "Tane, hey, yo, yeah. have, have you got a joint we can smoke?" Oh hell yeah! Um, nothing better with a stew than a joint. Come here. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Come inside. I'm I'm making drinks right now. You come in. You light the joint. I'll bring you a drink here in just a second. Wait for me in the oh, living room. Oh hell yeah! Anything with gin. And I yeah, and I get up and I walk in. And, uh, you know, if there's a liquor cabinet, I'll make him, I'll actually make him a gin drink, make him like a gimlet or something. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a decently stocked liquor cabinet. It's got gin in it. You guys are all in this, uh, spacious living room, you know, big leather chairs, big couch, flat screen TV on the wall. There's a fireplace in here. Um. 
You know why I love gin? Because no one else really drinks the stuff. So you always know it's available. It's fucking terrible. I know. I walk over and pull, pour myself a gin and tonic. <clears throat> Did you fucking grow up in the Pacific Northwest or something? Jesus. I like gin. It's aromatic. It's like drinking a tree. It's like sucking off a pine tree. It's miserable. I mean, it depends on who's pine. <laughs> sure what you did on a Friday night, but that's up to you, my friend. Fair enough, fair enough. Different folks, different strokes. Actually, I've got to ask, what day is today? Puff up pass? Yeah, I'm absolutely actually smoking that joint, by the way. <laughs> it's a Monday. Oh. It's Monday, September 30th, 2019. All these days are rolling together. Or I guess, no, let's, this is going to be actually Tuesday. It's going to be Tuesday. The 1st of October is the second day. So Tuesday, the 1st of October, 2019. Man, all these outside activities are so miserable. I love just being <laughs> stuck in my house. I wish I never had to go outside again. Um, so while they're kind of bannering back and forth, I take a seat right across from Tane. So... Tane, I, I have a question for you. Something that's been on my mind since we really since we got here. I was expecting this. I was waiting for a little sit-down session. So what's bothering you? I've been bothering all of us. And I think I'm gonna like I I think that I'm trying to do a, a shrink <laughs> to you is what's happening. When before we got to the exit of the bunker, you said the cops were here. How did you know the cops were outside? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Funny story, that's my fault. You see, um, I was going to drive your car and try to smash it through the door because I didn't know if Tyson was going to be able to hack in. And then I just had this overall feeling that it was almost like, like you were there in the back of my head saying, no, don't drive my fucking car. So I got out and tried to steal another car that was nearby. And I didn't, I didn't punch all the way through, and I, I ended up just kind of hurting my hand. I just kind of showed my hand. And um, apparently there are these nearby, like, goth LARPer kids that uh, witnessed me do this. And I was hauling fucking shrooms, you know. And so they're like, hey, what are you doing? That's my buddy's car. And I'm like, what? I need this for the thing. And they're like, wait, I think I recognize him. And that's when I was like, fuck. And then, you know, they start pulling up the phones. I'm like, I'm fucked. We're fucked. They're probably, you know, getting all the shit um, dragged down on us. And I fucking just booked it down to where you guys were. And luckily, I mean, by the time I got there, I mean, the door was open. And you were, I mean, everything was vampire fight. Yeah, did, uh, just be honest with me. Did you call the police? Oh, no, I did, uh, I did call a friend of mine, um, who was then, like, you know, I was trying to, like, get the heat down, and they are like, oh, no way, buddy, you're burned. That's who I tried to call. the point of bullshit detector. That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to spend four points of reassurance. Yitzhak would like to spend the point and entertained. <laughs> um, okay, so for bullshit detector, I mean, 95% of what he just said was true. So you're going to ping a little bit of maybe on the, he, made, he said he made a phone call, I guess. Who was it? Yeah, let's do a straight roll off. The two of you each give me a roll with your plus one point. Okay. With plus one. They each want to spend a point oh, of bullshit eat. detector. Oh, yeah, they eat. Okay. Tane, give me your roll of reassurance at a plus four. A six Ooh. for me. 
A six for me. One thing I want to check before I make the roll. Fucking tie goes to runner. Gitzok rolls a six for entertained. Five plus one. <laughs> oh, man. Gitzok is very entertained by this conversation. Someone said something about being burned, and I just couldn't focus on the soup anymore. Right, I'm trying to find... Because me, me and Tyson are, are heading towards the same... We're both looking to do the same thing here. Yeah. So I'm going to let him make the roll, and I'm going to cooperate with him. What does that mean? Because I already made the roll and rolled a six, which tied with Tane. Perfect. I add my one point to your roll to make it a seven. So then we beat Tane. I would like to... You need to spend at least two points, Wes. Oh, is that what it says? Perfect. Done. Okay. Hunter, what did you want to do? I was going to say, any chance I could just pull up a preparedness and be like, I mean, hell, you can check the local cameras if you want to double check. Jeez. I can, I'll make a digital intrusion, and I will absolutely check the local cameras and see what happened. So here's what we'll do. Um, because bullshit detector is not a pinpoint. You know, it is just you can tell. Tane is lying about something here. Right. Most of this sounds true. Like, you know, um, yeah, he was there. He was kind of late. Something about some goth kids. He made a, he, But he made a phone call to someone to try and lose heat in the middle of this fuck right then? Like, that's a bit of a weird hot minute. It's, it's kind of weird. Make it- can I make a digital intrusion to try and get into the park's uh, cameras? Yeah, go ahead. See if the goth kids made any phone calls at all. Um, you're going to need to hack into the goth kids' cell phone towers, not just the cameras. Even better. For with a seven? With a seven. I mean, like, yeah, I guess you, you know, you jump to the nearest cell phone tower, you ping off some stuff, check for phone yeah, how calls. Many, um, how many phone calls were made from the park at that time? Um, a couple. There were a couple of phone calls made, probably three or four made it from the park, kind of in that same 20 minutes. Okay, so Tane might be telling the truth. It sounds like, you know, you see one anonymous phone call was made kind of around the time you watch, you kind of, well, there really were no cameras there. Um, in the time frame that sounds about right, you see one phone call to the police. You see one phone call from what is Tane's phone to somebody in his phone. Um, right. And you see, you know, another two phone calls that appear to just kind of be going around, you know, but there's definitely one phone call to the police from a phone but that is not the... Tane's. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll... Take a deep breath, big sigh, flip my tablet down on my lap. He called somebody, but he didn't call the police. I'm positive of that. Hmm. So who did you call, Tane? The friend of mine, uh, Tabitha, uh, she's the one that got us the first Kwanzaa hut. I tried calling her back on our way out, you know, to get a new place. And, uh, yeah, no, she uh, she hung up on me again, and uh, she, she said, you know, she... She burned me, so that's yeah. You know, the first call, I guess I just pissed her off. Second call, I guess I crossed the line. All right. So you called her while we were, to your knowledge, fighting for our lives. To yeah, do what? Well, when I saw Yitzik, you know, grabbing all of his explosives. And you guys are getting all, you know, explodey ammo. I kind of figured it's going to be some noise. Maybe like, hey, I need, you know, give, give us some smoke screen. You know, give us some cover, you know, get, lose some heat. 
Plus, this... I just punched a car and made a car alarm go off, and a bunch of stupid kids were coming up playing all Shadowrun or some shit. This is the same person that you also tried to call for us to find another place to lay low, correct? The person who found us this house, if I'm not mistaken. No, that was that was my friend Arnold. Kwanzaa, oh, you're right. You know, and I'm just eating my soup. So, Tyson, can you see that he made the same call to the same person twice? I can see that one call was made from his phone to a person. Who that person is, I'm not certain. I could probably do some looking into it if we need to. If Tane doesn't want to just tell us directly. But well, he's saying he Tane. made a call to Tabitha twice. So can we look and see if it's the same number that he called twice? That's I mean, that'd be... I'm, I'm positive that he only made one phone call from... Based on these call logs that I have in front of me, he on, there's only one call going out from his phone number. Yeah, and then he made another one when we got out of the out of the bunker to who we, at least uh, as long as he's to believe, be believed, to Tabitha then as well. So it would ah, be the same okay, okay, twice. Yes, give me one second. Uh, Ryan, can I look forward to the time that we would have been leaving and see if the call that he made as we were leaving is the same call that he made earlier with the roll of seven that I made earlier? Or do I need to make another roll? You know what I need to actually know is, Tane, you made that phone call to Juicy Fruit, to Big League Chew, on a different cell phone. Mm-hmm. On a different phone. So allow me to... to Sorry, boys, I apologize. Um, because he was very deliberate on what he was doing. Right. So there was actually phone calls made from no phone you recognize to, t- to Tane's. And then later you see one phone call from Tane to a number, to a different number. But the only one that I recognize from Tane's phone is the one that was The after... second phone call. Okay. Well, how would, how, would he rec- how would he recognize that it's my phone when you said that there were a handful of other calls? Well, there's, I mean, does he have your number? No, that, that's, why I, that's why I carry nothing but burner phones. So you don't have any of, the, he doesn't have any way of contact. You don't have any of the same phone numbers. He doesn't have any it, of them. There, I have one phone for each, for each person. So the number that he calls me uh, ends up is on a different phone. So when he looked at the phone records, he would show a handful of calls. None of them from a number that taint, he yeah, He would recognize that he would. Okay. If that's how this worked for, I sorry. I just thought you had a couple of things. You just break phones and chuck them. I was unaware that you had one phone per person with just like a briefcase full of phones. And that and that's what I mean by when I when someone gets when I get burned, I just chuck the phone. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I did not recognize that or realize that either. Well then good clarification. Okay, then you don't recognize any of these phone calls. All right. Were were any of the phone calls made to the same number? No. There's no repeating phone numbers either out or in. No. That was a statement, not a question. Fair. And? and? It just seems a bit suspicious. Mate, do you know what we do for a living? You don't know what I do for a living. Exactly! I make an an exemplary job of making sure that nobody knows what I do for a living. I don't like interacting with that many police. There were a lot of lights out there, friend. And you knew long before I knew. 
I knew because I listen to what people say when they're on the phone while I'm running away. It's called being observant, mate. It's just a bit concerning. You you see where we're coming from, Yatane? That we blew shit up and it and we fucked around and we drew the cops to our attention again. That I mean, an anonymous was made to Interpol in the time we were at the bunker. Yeah. To say that you specifically were at that bunker. Yeah. R- remember, I there was kids, why there were golf kids who recognized me, and they called. You said they called the cops. Who do you think the cops are going to call when my face comes up? Hmm? But then why isn't there two calls, like you're saying, to the same number? Also, you think a bunch of goths in Kiev recognized... the cops. Recognized, recognized a, 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 a potential murderer from New Zealand? You mean the one that was on the news the last couple days, remember? The one I've been freaking out about because my face is everywhere for a murder I didn't commit? I suppose. It just doesn't seem likely that that demographic would be one to be watching the news much. Well, the demographic of golf kids aren't going to be interested in mass murderers. Right! Well, they just don't seem like they're going to be the demographic to watch the daily news. That's an assumption, mate. That's a strong assumption on a person's character. No, 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 see... No, 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 you don't don't have documentaries about you written yet. All you have is daily news stories. And goth kids don't watch the news. Can I talk to someone who actually has a logical opinion? As as much as I love playing the flame game, I think that we should focus on someone outside of our organization in terms of who is trying to fuck us. And you know what? I'm taking my weed back. I'll storm off back to the bedroom that I was occupying <laughs> and get back on my laptop. I just keep sipping my drink. The third thing that happens that day. <laughs> um, Tyson, is you're kind of just catching feeds from the satellite now and again. Yeah. You see a lot of commotion at that lab today. You know, happening almost um, parallel to time. You're not looking at old feeds, you're looking at live feeds. And kind of at the end of this live feed that you tap into after this conversation, you storm to your room, you crack open this laptop, and what you see appears to be, well, fuck, something happened there. It looks like a couple of, tra- there's like tire tracks, it looks like a couple of vehicles have been there. It looks like there's one person just running out into the desert away. There's kind of the telltale marks in the bright sunshine, you know, in the bright Libyan desert light of smoke kind of drifting up from one area. I carry my laptop back out into the living room. Listen, boys, we don't have fucking time for this. And I flip my laptop around. Smoke. Death. Running. They're extracting. I think they're destroying this immediately. Who has a friend that can fly us immediately? <sighs> little little tapped on travel agents at the current. Give me a second. I mean, I, uh, I have... Okay. Hang on. No, I've got it. I've got it. I'm going to pick up the phone Oops. and call... Well, are you calling or is Jacob calling somebody? Oh, I was down to call somebody. But, I mean, Yitzhak would much rather save his points for things that go boom in the night. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going to spend. Yeah, I mean, if you'd like to, that's fine. But it's also, no, his, it's also his stomping grounds, but I don't know how friendly they're going to be to him there. Because you're talking about getting into a, um, a Muslim country. 
as a game runner, I'd love to expand a little bit of Yitzhak's worldview. Okay. But if you guys want to do it this way, we can. I'm not trying to force anything. I just think that we haven't seen much of anything out of Yitzhak's past or people. That's great. Dude, Scorpion was rad. <laughs> That's I have never seen. Yeah. Weapon stealers. I mean, the weapon stealers are good, but sneaking into a war zone. I mean, I guess that's probably right up his alley. Yeah. Do you know somebody we can get put onto a fucking dropship with? We'll just all parachute out. Or what? That's a bit. That's a bit, a bit of a tall order, I imagine. <laughs> I don't do well with heights. No, you better get used to it, bud. I had to take like three Xanax just to get on the plane uh, over here. <laughs> I was gonna say eat a couple Xanax. You won't remember it tomorrow. <laughs> It's like, who do you call? All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call up Tayyir Fayez, who is a Mossad contact and shipping coordinator specifically for oil equipment. Oil, like um, oil refinery equipment. Let me write this down. He's a, he's a civilian who liaises. It's like a civilian contact operative for, the, for Mossad. Yes. Okay. I will spend. Ugh. I'll spend three points on Mr. Fayez. So Tyre lives in... He's originally born on the Sea of Galilee, in the Golan Heights, which is where I met him during clandestine operations in the 60s. Okay. And being landlocked and surrounded by hostility, he got real good at trade and getting near the fucking ocean. And he operates in Tyre, a city in Lebanon. Is he an actual like pilot or of, of a vessel, or is he a just an owner, an operator at this point? He is just an operator. He is responsible for shipping fuel and fuel parts and fuel experts and everything from UN investigators to if you want to know anything about an oil field, how much it's worth, uh, what foreign government you can sell it to, uh, what war you can start to get it. He's a good guy to call. Spend his life making money on the, the suffering of others, if you will, specifically in regards to uh, getting equipment in, getting soldiers in, and getting oil out, and getting contracts while you're doing it. That works for me. Phone rings a couple of times, and you get the, um, Shalom. A year. It has been a long time, my friend. God's boots are getting warm as we speak. Who is this? It's your old friend. The flame in the darkness. Let your black gold lead the way, yes? Yitzhak, you still owe me $200,000. I said I have, drop in I the barrel. I have not forgotten that. I said drop in the barrel. Many drops in many barrels, my friend. What are you doing? You call You're me up. Wrong. I need your help. It's not about money. Uh, it's not about money. It's too important. Uh, it's always about money. What, what is this? The old days, it's always about money now. What do you need? You have to get me somewhere that I'm not supposed to be. Okay, now it is like the old days, huh? Okay. You're Where not you wrong, going? but I, I have to go. I have to go to Libya. Eesh. It's not small. It's not small order. Many barrels. But I know for a fact, as unstable as things are there, you have a hand somewhere. I know you. I know you are making money for someone who you shouldn't be making money for in our fucking homeland. Look, um, look, the GNA is running Tripoli. Tripoli is still a dark city. I can move things in and out, yeah, of course, of course. I've had enough R&R here in Europe. Find me a place on the boat, myself, three others. Okay. It's not so hard. I can make it easy for you and put many drops in many buckets. Give me time. What's I'll your time frame? You as quickly as possible. Okay, where are you? We are in Kiev. Kiev? Okay. 
can have you on the boat out of Odessa tomorrow morning, puts you there in... Well... Do you want to fly or swim? Whatever is fastest. Let's put Whatever you on the plane. you can get as soon as possible. Um, we've got a cargo flight coming out of... Uh, it's kind of coming out of the Donbass. It's moving some things. Uh, just some things we picked up for a friend of mine. We're bringing a couple of mineral scientists out, but we could probably make a couple more seats on the plane. So... If you can make your way, and he gives you quarters to an airfield, and he says, we'll do my best. Give me one moment. Let me make a... I'll call you back. Let me make a quick phone call, okay? Make this worth a while, yes? Next yes. time you need, uh, let's say, opposition asset that you cannot acquire, say, go up in smoke. And perhaps, for some reason, your friends are missing all the missiles that happen to fall in our region. I can take care of problem for you. You put uh, an asset in my pocket. You give me a marker, you know, call it. Um, okay. Let me call you back real fast. I have to make some arrangements, make sure I can get things out. Kiev is, I don't know if you noticed, but Kiev is a little hot these days. So. I gotta smoke that is fire. I need you to make a roll for me against your heat score. My points or his? His points. Those three. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm burning all three. No, no pun intended. No, don't kill him. Oh, Natty six for a nine, baby. Perfect. It's all of five minutes later. You get a phone call from Taylor and he says, I got a spot. There's be a four seat on a cargo plane coming out of a little airfield I've got. Um, not too far from you. And we'll drop you into a small little commercial airport in Tripoli. Okay? Okay, dear. Tech light. Nothing too crazy, nothing too heavy. They're flying uh, into an airport. There will be the GNA runs Libya right, or Tripoli right now, so it's a it's a hell of a civil state right now, but it is still something. So be careful, okay? Do not worry, my friend. Not all of the bridges in Libya have been burned, not yet. <laughs> That's why they send you. Okay, tomorrow morning is your time, okay? And he gives you a you know coordinates for a little airfield that's you know an hour and a half, two hours away from where you are now, and you've got your way into Tripoli. While he's doing that. I would love to reach out to Green via our message boards. Yeah. Or actually, I suppose it would be better to wait until afterwards, uh, assuming Yitzhak reports that information to us that we're getting in there. Um, it, it, with the need to travel light, I wanted to contact Green and see if she could place an order for me from here to there discreetly so that objects could be received on the other end specifically firearms if we're traveling through an airport i want to go empty-handed anybody else want to do anything while he does that yeah um i want to go for a drive okay you hop in your beige hatchback where are you headed uh back to kiev i'm going to uh do a very stealthy drive-by to see if if my dart is still there Give me a criminology or cop down. I got me a criminology spend there. Spent. Okay. You roll up and you keep a nice hefty distance. It's been three days. This is still an active crime scene for the most part. You get up to the top of the Lisa Orta and there is tape still around the parking lot. Um, it looks like there's kind of stickers on the windows of your car and a few others that you're checking kind of from down across the way. Um, you see, there's a couple of people at this point. You know, it's probably early afternoon. Well, it's, you know, late late morning, you know, 1130, somewhere in there. 
there's a couple of police officers stationed, just kind of keeping an eye on the place right now. Looks like nobody's working there exactly right now. But I mean, there's your car. But you can tell that they are they're still working it. They're not gonna be done with this scene for a little bit. Maybe another day. Gotcha. righty. I uh head back out uh on my way out. I kind of do a drive-by of Emily's the last place I left Emily. At the hotel, right? Yeah. Um, it's empty. You know, you can pick up the phone, you ring the desk, and they say, um, now there's no Dr. Margaret here. She left last night. Thank you. All right. Click. Tyson. What did so, you want to do? So after hearing from Yitzhak that we were going to have to travel light, um, I wanted to reach out to Green and see if she could ship a package for me that we could receive in Tripoli so that we could get on a commercial flight unhindered. Yeah. Do you want her to just like to get a package there? Do you want her to set you up with somebody? What's your thoughts? Uh, get a package discreetly shipped. I know it'd be easier to move a box than it would to move a group of people, especially for her. Okay. What are you, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, just for her to ship all of our firearms and anything that we could not take on a commercial flight from Kiev to Tripoli, uh, in that we could pick it up once we land. Not obviously immediately, like from the airport, but we could go to a garage somewhere that was waiting and ready for us that we could collect our goods. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you throw some writings up kind of on that, that horse racing message board regarding the shipment of some horse supplies, you know. You know, how do I move these things when there's just, you know, customs troubles and this and that? And what's the best way to do? Go ahead and give me a spend. Count him against your heat. Yours is heat of six right now. Go ahead and give me a spend. And let's see what Green is willing and able to do with free right now. That is a nine total. That is a nine. Bringing Green down to one point. Yes, sir. Okay, you spent three. This is an important move. It comes back pretty quickly. And it's like, a, oh, hey there, you know. Horse Trader 72. And it's just a bunch of gobbledygook, you know, just kind of a rote answer that basically replies back to you in the way of like, okay, I'll, I'll reach out to you real fast. And I forget, was Green English? Was she English? Uh, like, a high society American Easter, East Coast. Okay, like, almost like, okay, yeah. Um, and your phone rings. And it's Green. And you just get this, um, where are you going to? Tripoli. I can... Ugh. Pick up downtown. I know it's not what I want, but it's where I'm going. Things I I've gotten myself a bit in the weeds. I'm not going to talk to you for a while. I don't want you to be in danger, and I don't want you to reach out to me because I am finding myself in a bit of danger. This will be our last. Got work for you as soon as you can. So don't make it your last. Black. Thank you, Green. It's always a pleasure, and I appreciate your assistance. Where uh, are you now? Currently in Kiev. I'll be getting on a plane within the week's end. Uh, you're getting on a plane tomorrow morning. I'm being ambiguous. I'll okay. be getting on a plane by the week's end. I only have a small window of availability today. If I can meet up somewhere downtown, maybe near a train station, I can hand off my parcel and I can receive it at locker 612 in Tripoli, as per mm. the usual. Go to the Motherland Monument, fill a duffel bag. That's all you can take. Fill a duffel bag and meet someone at the Motherland Monument in about two and a half hours. I can do that. One duffel bag. That's for everything I can get you. And then you'll find it in, yes, um, 612 will work. We'll put it in that locker for you. Thank you. And Whatever you do, 
Okay. While they're doing that, may I do something? Of course. Let's let's get all of our work out of the way before we jump on this plane. Uh, so I um, I set up uh, one of my phones to uh, basically forward dial. So it's like it looks like in my in my in my phone, it's it's one phone number for a like a sandwich, like diner shop that's like in the area. Yeah. And uh, but uh, I'm actually going to then forward that to um, Big League Chew and uh, I'm going to type out a message. And basically it says a uh, place to order like this, uh, like 5 a.m. or uh, for and basically uh, when I say BLC. Uh, and it's like bacon, lettuce, cucumber, but it's actually for Big League Chew. And basically, it looks like a, it looks like a breakfast order, and it's just a bunch of code for "I'm safe." This is what happened. These are the casualties. This is the situation. And then I am going to call the actual luncheon place and place that and try to place that order. You you call this random diner? He's like. Big and lettuce cucumber. I mean, like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, do you want chips or soup? And yeah, I, I, I run through. It's like I want the soup, no potatoes. <laughs> like, and it's just like the weirdest fucking breakfast order. This guy's just like super confused. And he's like, uh, yeah, fifteen fifty. Give me twenty minutes. Oh, this will be like for super first thing in the morning. Oh man, all right. Thank you. Okay, you get a. Oh. And then I, I I go through and and, and erase the forwarding, um, so it's just you the get a text anyway. back from Big League Chew. It's time to get out. Like uh, either you get out or we have to pull the plug. <laughs> do the same thing for a different rent <laughs> and see if they'll do a, an order for the morning and do another breakfast order message. Um, too deep. Uh, we'll in, like we'll see you at uh, Tripoli. That's uh, everything leads there. We'll contact soon. The final text you get back is just a. Uh, it's a phone number, with just like a like a Libyan country area code. Make note. So that's it. information. Um and uh, hey, does that second restaurant do they actually take the order for the next morning? They did actually. Yeah, they've got a very strange soup and sandwich order for the next morning. All all prepped and ready Perfect. to go at seven thirty a.m. Perfect. And when I meet up with them, it's like, hey, can we stop by a place on the way to the airfield? Which uh, reminds me, when I'm done on the phone with green since i can see who made all of the calls out i would like to make calls in to all of the calls out specifically to the calls out to the police and the calls out to interpol uh, there was no call of to i mean well okay here's what you get um you make a phone call and you get kmp what's your emergency no no uh, I don't want to call into the KMP. I was able to see, you know, who called out. Can I call back to the numbers that called out? Oh, you want to call those four cell phones? The people who yes. called from inside the thing? Yeah. Yep. Um, one goes to nothingness. One is just cool. broken. Hey, Tane, remind me, because you had two cell phones. One you used to call Tabitha and you broke that one. Did you hmm. break the one you originally contacted Big League Chew on? Did I destroy the one that I contacted Big League Chew on? No, I did yes. not. Okay, thank you. Um, the second phone rings, and you just get this, you know, this woman answers and goes, Hello? 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 We're all bots. And, like, hangs up. 
I'm not trying to call the outgoing number. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to call the number that it called out to. That's right. Yeah, or, one of those called the KMP. That's why you called the KMP once. I want to call the caller, not the receiver. That's yeah. Okay, so now I'm confused because you don't want to call the outgoing number, but or the in. Do you want to call me? So, like, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Are you? Yes. Yeah, but that's want... what's happening. You just you have just called one person. You called was you called someone who called out? That was he's that one. Call, oh, he's oh. trying to call Tane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm I was sorry. going to do that one for... last for dramatic effect. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought that that was like the KMP or Interpol that I called, and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to call either of those people. No, it was just a random woman. Okay. One phone. So the first one was uh First one was woman. nothing. The second was one was some nothing. Lady. Second one was some lady. Uh, the third one you get this like um. You've reached the voicemail box of Victor Bloodstar. If you get the message, you best leave me a message or don't. And I'll drink your fucking blood. Beep. And the fourth one. I leave him a voicemail. Fucking weirdo goth. Um, and the fourth one, Tane, your pocket starts to vibrate. And it's a number you probably don't recognize. In fact, you don't know this number. It's, it's not plugged in. It's a random number. Are you still in the living room with uh, Yitzhak and Strom? Tane? This is far after that. Okay. So, yeah, because yeah, remember, you, we, 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 we each had a turn to do stuff. So all the yeah, stuff I was doing was at the same time that you were doing your stuff. Like, So then this is a next day activity. Yeah, this is going to be day two. You know, and you're all looking at day three is when you're leaving. This is day two. All right. So after calling out to all of the numbers, um, I would like to try and ping their locations just to help verify Tane's story. I suppose he did tell us that he did make one phone call. So for one number to ring to him would verify that. Yeah. So you get out of those. Why don't you give me a um? To get me, they have to get me. They really are, bud. They really, really are. Um, give me a traffic analysis, Spent. Okay. Spent? One, you know, the last signal it had was in the park. Nothing. One, you know, the other two ping off in Kiev and one pings off right near you. Last cell phone was the last cell phone tower it pinged off of was the nearest one to you in the farmhouse. And what number do I have it recorded as that one calling? That one. Oh, was the see. one that called Interpol? No. One person called the Kiev Municipal Police. Okay. He has a... Payne did not call Interpol. He has a cell phone. Uh, you know, it called a cell phone number. Okay, there we go. Has a direct line to a person who is connected? No idea. Whatever, man. I'm just trying to piece it together for my actual sure. human brain, not my character brain. Oh, yeah. For your human brain, yeah, he called his, like, his deep cover contact in the SIS. Like, that is who he called. He, his handler okay. somewhere who has a cell phone, very much the departed style that is not connected to a desk. It is not connected to a lot of things. You know, it is your little, your little phone that has a tape name on it that has, it says, you know, Sparrow. Okay. So now I just have, else. now I just have evidence that he did in fact call one person on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. Like, like he said that he did. Yep. Perfect. The best way to tell a lie is to mostly tell the truth. Yeah. I got the jitters. I love it. It's the next morning. You all find yourselves on a plane, unless there's anything else that we wanted to do before you leave Kiev. Breakfast. Yeah, you get food. As an important note, I don't have a ton of stuff, but uh, all of my things are going into a duffel bag with priority above anybody else's. 
um, followed by Yitzhak. I have room for your grenade launcher and your grenades, as well as your body armor. Uh, Strom, after that, I don't know how much room I'll have in the duffel bag, but I have room for your things. And Tane, I find you to be a little bit sketchy, but I'll make room for you as much as there is available still. I've got a backpack and a fanny pack, so um, I'll hopefully that'll hold uh, everything I need right now. Do you have things that can't go on a plane? Oh, wait, oh, wait are these getting searched on us? Oh, shit. Um... I believe we're taking a semi-commercial flight. It's the potential to be searched when you land at a at a small commercial airport in, in Libya. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, let me... I mean, judge. I'm really... If you need to hide some things on your body, I'm exceptionally good at that. Right, I'm going to need you to shove this coke way up my ass. <laughs> I'm sure there's room in the duffel bag for some cocaine. But uh, it's also like scientific equipment, like, you know, it's like uh, stuff that might be more difficult for me to replace. No, yeah, see, I'm here to store guns and the like, because I'm on a particular mission now. Uh, all right, um, here's, here's my flare gun. Um, all right. Your laboratory is your problem. Yeah. All right, I'm good. My doctor's bag. And I'll keep some essentials on my fanny. Bag is made. You make that drop off later that day. You know, you head up to the Motherland Monument. You see a man wearing, like, a green sweatshirt. You just kind of walk up. You guys do, a, like, a nice little high sign to each other um, in a mutually agreed-upon way, kind of in the classic green maneuver. It's just one of her people. Sit down on a bench together and start reading a French magazine next to each other and exchange duffel bags. I take his dirty laundry. He takes my guns. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like that. You make your way kind of back out of town. It's... A little rough, but nothing too terrible. I mean, Green set it up really well. You know, you are at this monument. All you can remember is the last time you were here, you were stuck in the neck and then drugged. It's kind of a gentle rain falling. You get back in your kind of rental car, I guess. Whatever, however you got back into Kiev, goodness gracious. I don't know. Um, I'm sure Strom can steal another car in two days. I took a taxi. Yeah, you paid for an expensive taxi. Sat in, you sat in a black car for an hour, driving your way back into Kiev. But then you guys find yourself at a small little airport, a little to the northeast of town. You get there, and it's just kind of just a small little, like, eight-person, two-engine plane. Not like a fancy private jet by any means, you know, something that moves. And there's kind of these two bookish Americans who are there. And with them is kind of one much larger, obviously, ex-military, like, private contractor. You know, he's got a pistol on his hip. He's sitting there in a pair of, like, ripstop cargo pants. He's got sunglasses on his head. The two scientists are kind of in they got blazers on a little cold in the heat or in the chill but you guys are all ready and you know the door of the plane opens up and a woman comes out and says we're on the flight to tripoli one way yes ma'am uh you would be i'm sorry is there a mr a mr flame mr flame is that french mr flame yes plus three uh welcome aboard sir my name is uh mariah if you have any issues please please ask mr fayez was very very effusive about how we treat you. So please, come on board. She kind of goes to the other two. She brings all four of you up and goes to the other two, the scientist, and the other guy and says, Mr. Blakely and Mr. Chase, please come inside. And, and you too, sir, kind of brings them all up and you all get settled and not too much longer. You're on a plane flying up out of Ukraine and about eight hours later, you're landing in Tripoli. Which one of you is Blakely and which one of you is Chase? Those what? are the scientists. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought you they're aliases. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what happened? What did I miss? No, Mr. Flame plus three. Flame? Flame? Is that French? Merci. 
Flambe. Flambe. I do. It's eight hours, so late afternoon, kind of early evening, the plane descends. It's five o'clock. The plane descends back in Tripoli. You know, you get the nice kind of a, we're well, we learning here about five hours, the weather forecast is pretty great. So it's a balmy 82 degrees in Tripoli in the afternoon right now. The plane taxis in, it comes to a landing. It is very much a small airport. You know, you come out and you step in this airport that you kind of pull up to one of those fun on the runway staircases. You walk down that and you walk outside and you, I mean, it's fenced off. This airport is got fences. There's a flight tower. There's a few armed guards just kind of hanging out just for general safety at this point. Uh, it is a high crime country in 2019, especially when it comes to foreigners and Westerners. You are brought out. Your bags are run through a quick scanner. They check it out. Does anybody, is anybody trying to smuggle anything into this country that was not in that duffel bag? Nope. Nope. Only, prescri- only prescribed drugs. Okay. Pain. You notice that they don't ask for a passport. There's no customs you don't go through. No one brings you to any kind of, you know, there's no stamps, no offices, no names. They check your bags just for a, for a general safety, I guess. And they move you through. And then you are deposited out the front door. I need to go to the train station. Anybody want to come with me? Trains, trains. Now, are we going to go to automobiles next? I imagine that's where Strom would like to be. Yeah, I'm, when we, we, we land, it's it's going to be a good time to the next day, right? Yeah, I mean, you have landed here. It is, uh, oh no. Oh no? Hmm. I don't like those noises. No, I like this. We have to do time zone math. No, no, <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's, you know, it's an eight-hour flight. You guys left in the morning. It's five o'clock. It's, it's warm. Um, it's, you know, it's between, let's call it between four and five. It's warm. Late afternoon sunlight is beating down. It's 85 degrees. This is a culture shock coming from Kiev where it was 45. And there's also a, a busy city. It is, there's 3 million people living in Tripoli. You call a cab, you ask to go to the train station and the cab, you just goes, what? Uh, okay. And you get driven to Tripoli station. Don't love that. You get to Tripoli station and it is an abandoned building. There are <laughs> two active railways in Libya at this point in time. Uh, and they're in Benghazi in that area. God damn Tripoli it. station is this just like decrepit, um, once beautiful, just arch structure with colonnades. I mean, it's a, a gorgeous structure that has gone to seed. I mean, that is that is nothing anymore. But he dumps you out. You know, he asks for payment, which I think is the real. We find out. Shit, I don't think it's the dinar. Do I have any of that with me? That's 22, 22 cents to the dinar. See, American dollars. Oh, I probably have like you know. A couple of 20s on me in USD. I, you give him a 20 and he's like, just snacks out of your hand and goes, okay, and then just drives away. <laughs> cool. Anybody come with me? Oh, I assumed you were all together. Please tell me if you're not. Awesome. I'm alone. Cool. All right, let's go. I'll, I'll, I've gone with him. Yitzhak is looking for falafel. Oh, I'll go for falafel. Uh, okay. Yeah, you guys pay off the taxi driver. You make your way into this abandoned structure. I'll be around and you have to go strolling and trying to find locker number 612 and you do it takes time it is a kind of a very strange thing to go from the bustle of the city automatically into a very quiet empty building i imagine if this is a long dormant building there's probably a decent amount of uh you know old or currently occupied camps of people who are you know without home there's a lot of that you know there's a lot of refugees in in this part of the country right now so there are there's people sleeping, there's people napping, there's, you know, you see clustered up on a staircase is a small family, you see a couple people just passed out, just napping here and there, 
I don't try and stalk through, but I definitely move through quietly as to try and not disturb anybody. Okay. Make an infiltration check for me real fast. Just, just give me something. Real easy. I'll put an extra point into it because I'm being careful. For a total of two. You try. You try to move through this place, but the two of you are just these, like, lily-white, tall American dudes. Totally. Both, you know, relatively well-built, moving in a very in an old abandoned building. Uh, there's no way that you are not being seen and noticed by every set of eyes in this building. All right, that's fair. You make your way to the locker. You find it. There's a kind of like a tough kind of kryptonite style bike lock threaded through this thing that looks like it's it's been there for not very long and has already had a couple of attempts to break it open. You run the code and that you know from green, it opens up and you pull out a very familiar duffel bag. Looking at the lock and seeing that it has a blue face on it, I spindle in the code of O-R-N-G and open it and pull out my duffel bag. There you go. Leaving the lock inside of locker 612. You set it, and you two roll out. Yitzhak, tame. You find a, there's a great little falafel streetcar. Like a, like a, some dude's just like a little uh, like a little booth. It's just selling falafel out on the sidewalk. It's delicious. It is very good food. Excellent. And I think that's where we can cut it for the night, is uh, you two getting a snack. Tyson, you've recovered weapons. And gentlemen, you're in Libya. This has been a Role-Playing Grenade podcast. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Twitter at rpgrenadepod and on Instagram at Roleplaying Grenade. Our intro and outro music was written and recorded by Stephen Hoshaw. Thanks again, pal. We'll see you next time, and until then, remember, when in doubt, raise the stakes. I made it called a task rabbit to see if uh, someone could go check if my car was able to be retrieved. That dart is currently in the possession of the Kiev Municipal Police. Um, no one has claimed it. As of yet, and so it is at an impound lot. Damn it.